Hello and welcome to The REIT Report. I'm your host, Sarah Borg from Quito, and my guest today is John Sullivan, U.S. Chair and Global Co-Chair of DLA Piper's Real Estate Practice. DLA recently released its annual Real Estate State of the Market Survey. John, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you, Sarah. Pleasure to talk to you. Now, generally speaking, how would you characterize the outlook of respondents in your latest survey with regard to the timing of a economic recovery? Let me first just try to put the survey in a little bit of context, if I, if I could, Sarah, maybe starting with um, comparing it to the survey that we did in, in 2019. When we did our survey in 2019, as I'm sure you remember, we were we were in a long-running bull market and the question uh, for real estate. And the question that everybody was asking themselves is, you know, how long can the good times go on and the sort of overused sports analogy uh, during that time was what inning are we in so in other words we all we all assumed we knew what game we were playing and we assumed that we knew the rules of the game we just didn't have a temporal sense you know is the game almost over or three quarters over or something like that so fast forward now to our survey that was done in august to september of this year and Nobody would ask the question about where are we in the game because everybody's still trying to find out what this game really is and what the rules of this game are. So I would just start out by saying that uh, the one certainty, I think, from this survey is is uncertainty because of the, the novelty of the situation that we're, we're all facing. So with, with that said, you know, by general, way of general background, um, I would say that you, know, you, you, you can see that 51% of the respondents in our survey predicted that it'll be 18 to 24 months before U.S. GDP gets back to pre-pandemic levels. And I actually think that given the context of, of everything that's happening, both in the commercial real estate sector and just generally, that while 18 to 24 months is not an insignificant pain period, if you will, it's actually not that pessimistic a prediction, I, I don't think. And I think we I think we benefited from the fact that um, we did the survey, as I said, in, in August to September. Uh, I'm sure if we had done it earlier, maybe May, June, I think that the um, forecast would have been more pessimistic. But by people having a few more months of dealing with the pandemic under their belt, I think it allowed people to put it in a bit more of a perspective. And your survey highlights the level of capital in the commercial real estate sector as a reason for potential optimism. Why is that? Sure, there is a lot of capital or, you know, what's sometimes called uh, dry powder. I just saw something recently that pegged the number, I think, at $400 billion of available capital for investment in commercial real estate. And a lot of that is institutional capital. It's it's investors that are either in opportunity funds or sometimes they're pension funds and endowments or sovereign wealth funds. But all of those investors have to invest their money someplace. And over the last 10, 15 years, real estate has emerged. Uh, commercial real estate has emerged as a, as a true global asset class. 
So all of these investors, uh, particularly thinking now about the pension funds, the endowments, the sovereign wealth funds, they all have an allocation to commercial real estate. And in times of uncertainty like this, sometimes hard assets like real estate assets actually become more attractive. So you can contrast this to past uh, down cycles in real estate where there was a definite um, lack of capital or at least scarcity of capital. Uh, and that's not the situation that we face now. So the fact that there are folks out there with money to invest, and actually we're seeing some increases now recently in investment, is, is a reason for, for some optimism. Are there some other possible bright spots that emerge from the survey? Sure. Uh, I think one of the things that we're seeing from the pandemic and we see these results in, in the survey is that there are some sectors that are doing quite well. Uh, and uh, one is logistics, so industrial, warehousing, last mile, that sort of thing. That's an asset class that was doing well, as I'm sure you know before the pandemic with the growth of e-commerce, but the pandemic kind of gave it a, a super boost, if you will. And so there's a lot of investor interest in, in logistics, and we're seeing that with our clients around the, around the globe. Another area that I will point to, and it's probably no surprise, is life science-related real estate with all of the focus on the race for the vaccine. And I think just the increase in the general awareness of the importance of life science. We're seeing an increase and in our respondents are, are optimistic about uh, the prospects of uh, interest and investment in life science related properties. And what are some of the main concerns of respondents as they look to 2021? Well, as I said, it's it, most of it is the uncertainty. One good thing is that Going into the pandemic, by and large, the commercial real estate market fundamentals were pretty solid. So we're not in a situation where the commercial real estate market, by and large, was, was already weak and, and maybe heading into a recession. As I said, um, and when we did our 2019 survey, uh, people were, were actually quite optimistic at the time, and that was based largely on the underlying fundamentals. So the fundamentals remain remain good. I think what worries people is the uncertainty about you know how the uh, pandemic is going to play out, uh, when we're going to have a vaccine, when we're going to have a herd immunity, and at least in the United States, um, the ability of Congress to continue to provide the needed federal uh, stimulus um, during the the pandemic. Um, you know, as long as the pandemic is really uh, impacting the the economy. And finally, where do you see some of the biggest impacts on commercial real estate from the pandemic occurring? Well, one was a initially you had a a, a near standstill in transaction activity, in investment activity, purchases and sales, uh, and that's because. Nobody had any sense of, of pricing. There was no price clarity in the market at that, at that point. And real estate, commercial real estate, to, to trade it, to buy and sell it, trading isn't even really a good word for commercial real estate because it doesn't trade, as you know, like stocks and bonds. Uh, you, can, you can get out of the stock market today and uh, you can get back in it tomorrow. Uh, that's a pretty easy thing to do. Re real estate takes a long time to buy and sell. Most people don't want to buy significant real estate assets without being able to actually go to them and see them. 
So when people weren't able to travel at all, the transaction volume came you know, to a virtual halt. And that was a real challenge for the, for the real estate industry. Then, of course, on the, on the revenue side, you had a lot of tenants unable to pay rent or not able to pay all of their rent, creating stress on the owners of the properties, who in turn, of course, have to pay their, their uh, debt service to their lenders, so creating stress on the lenders. So you kind of have that chain of stress going from the, the tenants to the owners, landlords, to the lenders. John, thank you so much for your time today. It's my pleasure. And to our listeners, if you enjoyed today's podcast, you can subscribe or leave a review on iTunes or wherever else you access podcasts. 